This is the Straight Truth Podcast, biblical answers to difficult questions from a Christian worldview. Pastor, one of the more common questions we receive here at Founders, especially based on your experience, um, is, is, when we know, is when people are moving from one place to the next. Or maybe they have friends or family that are moving to another state, and they ask us, you know, is there a sound church in this area? And if there isn't, what they might do? We've actually addressed this uh, from time to time. But based on your own experience, you have been a church planter, and you've done a sort of church reformation even here at, at Founders uh, many years ago. So I'd like to discuss that just briefly here. Uh, what are the strengths and weaknesses of, of doing an option like a church plant in a place where there isn't a sound church, or maybe like an area of a large city like, like Houston, mm-hmm. where there isn't a sound church, mm-hmm. not the whole city, but an area, versus going to a, a church and doing a, a kind of revitalization, maybe a small church, they haven't had sound teaching for a long time, or just in need of reformation. What are the strengths and weaknesses of each approach? Yeah, the beauty of a church plant is um, you're not having to overcome a, a long history of tradition. So one of the challenges when it comes to, to Reformation work is you're overcome, a, a lot of patience is needed because mm. you're dealing with, with an established situation. Most of the time, a settled congregation that has been in a place for a long time. And, and frankly, um, a group of people who deserve respect because they've been there mm. for some time and have fought the battles and all the rest mm-hmm. uh, that explains the church's existence. But if their, their history has not been as spiritually healthy, biblically healthy as it should be, then you're, you're, you're trying to turn a ship that needs to be turned, but it's going to take patience because there's a tradition in place that has to be overcome. Church plant, you don't have that. Mm-hmm. And, and so that part is, is easier. Mm-hmm. The difficulty of a church plant is that you, you have usually a smaller group of people at the beginning. You've got a handful of people that are gonna be involved in the planting of the church. You usually don't have facilities in place. You don't have mm-hmm. land. You don't, you know, in, in our culture where we think about a church having its own property and buildings and things mm-hmm. like that, you, you have none of that. Mm-hmm. And so there's, the, there's that sense of instability, a lack of a track record. The community mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't know anything about the church's witness because it's brand new in, in a community. All those things are difficult. Sometimes financial difficulty. Sometimes supplying for the pastor's family oh, is a difficulty yeah. as a result of, of new church starts. So there are advantages, less to overcome in terms of history and tradition. There are disadvantages, usually in the realm of finances or facilities or longevity of testimony. And so those are some of the, the difficulties. Reformation. The blessing, established congregation, usually the facilities are there, all, all, all of that sort of thing is in place. Sometimes even finances are in place that, that make things easier. Difficulty, as we've already mentioned, belief systems that are not sound in some cases, and those things have to be taught. And so there's a need for patience and prayer and, and just loving people faithfully for, for a, an extended period of time until minds and hearts change. Might there be a certain type of pastor that is better suited towards one instead of the other? Yeah, maybe. I don't think that every man is, is, is made for what we might call missionary work, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. church planting is really 
what it is. Yeah, it's, it's mm. missionary work. Maybe the New Testament evangelist comes to my mind as well. Mm. Timothy, Titus, going mm. to, into pioneering places, establishing new work. Not every man finds that, that his gift mix is, is made for that. But the principles of shepherding people never change. Mm. You know, whether it's a church plant or it's a reformation or it's entering a healthy church. Where mm. that's, that's another difficulty all by itself. You go into a healthy church with a long track record of, mm. of faithful ministry, that presents its own challenges. You know, now you're living in the shadow of, of well-established leaders and, mm. and having to sort of prove yourself in light of mm. their long track record of faithfulness has its own set of difficulties. But the, the basic biblical principles for, for pastors never change. You know, prayer, ministry of the word, mm. caring for, for souls, faithful character and track record of your own example. These are the ways that, that the, the day is won. So on that, on that point, what are maybe some unhealthy trends you've seen maybe over the years as it relates to both of those things? I, I can think of a few off the top of my head, but yeah. your, your wisdom is, is, is more important here. So what, what are some unhealthy things? I mean, church planting kind of feels like a newish thing, even though been around mm-hmm. since the New Testament, but uh, but in terms of like organizations, whole organizations devoted to planting churches, and um, and the same thing on on the flip side of people going to pastors, new pastors going to smallish churches that are in need of revitalization, but they make these mistakes. Yeah, you know what what are some unhealthy things you've seen? Let's start on the side of church planting. So I, I believe the institution that God has ordained to plant churches are churches. Mm-hmm. And so one weakness would be, we've talked about this on the podcast before, a guy just goes out on his own, uh, not with the blessing of elders, not with the blessing mm-hmm. of a local church, not with the strength of a local church, mm-hmm. standing behind the work and just goes to, to plant a church. That would be a weakness. To think that the principles really need to be different at the beginning mm-hmm. that, than they will be down the road. So maybe the temptation to try to grow an organization through mm-hmm. attractional means versus just simple mm. head down faithfulness to the scriptures would be a mistake. Starting a church with a group of people who have been wounded mm. can, can be a, a real challenge uh, because there, it's not so much what we're here to be, mm-hmm. it's more about what we don't want to be. We yeah. don't want to be where we left. Yeah. You know? and, so, and so the focus tends to go that direction, helping them reorient their thinking to say, no, even if they came out of hurtful situations, yeah. What we want to do is look to the scriptures and sure. just obey the word of God yeah. and have that be our mindset. So, th- so those are some of the weaknesses. I'd be inter- interested to hear mm. some of the others that come to your mind. On the side of mistakes made when you are in a reformation sort of situation, the number one mistake is moving too, too quickly. Yeah. It, it's thinking, it yeah, everything it has to change yeah. right away. Mm-hmm. You know, I know when I came here, my mindset was I'm going to love the people, I'm going to preach the Word of God, mm-hmm. and the Lord will, br- will bring change in His time. Mm-hmm. There, there, are, there are deal breakers. I mean, there, there are non-negotiables where you go, maybe even on the, on the candidating side, mm-hmm. the, the, being interviewed for taking one of these churches. Mm-hmm. I can't come here if it's going to be like this, right? right? So, right. so there are issues that you might want to need to address before you even go there. But the things that you can live with, secondary matters, it's not the way you would, would want to see it done. It's not the way you believe the Bible teaches it should be done. But they really are you know, second tier sorts of issues. Mm-hmm. Just go in and love the people, preach the word, and, and, mm-hmm. and give time and space for the Lord to change hearts. Mm-hmm. That's what you should do. And I see young men oftentimes 
come in, you know, guns a blazing, yeah, and guns. everything's got to change right yep. away. And, and and they don't have. If you think of trust, mm-hmm. sort of like a bank that you make deposits in. Mm-hmm. If you love people faithfully and preach the word faithfully and live the truth in front of people, you're accumulating trust points <laughs> mm-hmm. that later on can be accessed when it comes to some important issue. Mm-hmm. But if you try to access uh, an empty bank account in that realm, you, uh, don't be surprised when you mm-hmm. meet with a lot of resistance because mm-hmm. people just don't know you. Mm-hmm. And in some of these Reformation situations, they've gone through multiple pastors oh, now. Yeah. Yeah, really and so they, they've seen people come, they've seen people go, mm-hmm. everything has to change and then they mm-hmm. leave. Yeah. And now the next guy comes along and, and mm-hmm. what we just changed needs to change. Yeah. And so this, this upheaval, and finally they, they end up with a mindset that goes, we'll be here, you won't be here. Yeah. So we'll just keep it the way it is. That's funny, yeah. And, and, and so having that patience to love a church mm. and not, every, not ever think in terms of using it as a stepping stone. Oh, yeah. I'm here until the Lord moves me. Yep. That's the best way to, to go mm. about it, mm-hmm. the right way to go about it. Yeah, and there seems to be, too, on that point, a responsibility of the church members to be understanding, um, prayerful, of course, supportive, um, but also understanding um, of their position and maybe uh, the need that there is down the road to experience some kinds of change that might feel uncomfortable, not, not too quickly, as you said, but might feel uncomfortable, but are actually needed for the flourishing of the church and, of course, for the, um, for the building up of the saints. Absolutely. Right? No, that's exactly right. And... And so church members need to preach that truth to their own hearts. You know, we, we shouldn't call a pastor to come serve us if we're not willing to allow him to be an influence upon mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And that involves philosophy of ministry. That involves outlook on, on uh, how ministry is you know, on, the, on the application side of ministry, how those things get, a, how biblical truth gets applied in the life of a congregation. You're asking a man to come and be an, an influence. So if I'm not willing to allow him to be that, my mind and heart are not in the right places. So Lord, help us as church members to allow our leaders to lead us. Mm. And Hebrews 13, seven and 17 come to mind where you know, we, we need to be submissive church members and allow those who've been given charge over us in the Lord to actually exert that influence. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, Straight Truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels, so be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.